Hello, and welcome to the Pacific Northwest Showdown Podcast. We are your hosts, Michaela and Kate. Yeah. Hi, thanks for being here. This is um, episode nine of season two, and uh, we're we're doing that as 2022 is coming to a close. We're all kind of anticipating ringing in the new year a little bit. So yeah, yeah we're going to have this be a special episode where we're going to reflect on 2022 and some of our favorite moments of growth, connection, and experiences that we've had over the last year. Yeah, then we can, you know, look ahead to the new year and discuss who we'd love to have on the podcast and how we hope to grow and who knows what other random things will get added in as well. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a little different. We're going to have a lot more banter and discussion and we really hope you enjoyed this episode. So we're going to have our first segment Mm -hmm. focusing on some of the most magical Seattle sports moments of 2022. And we are excited to dive right in. Stay tuned. All right. We are going to start off with our magical Seattle moments of 2022 for Seattle sports. Seattle sports moments of 2022. Live now. I don't know. Something like that, right? Like I was trying to. It's hard when it's a long sentence to have to imitate. Yeah. So. What what should we start with? Let's go with the, the storm. How about the storm? The Seattle storm. Yep. Sue Bird's final season. I know. Like, but for real final season. Like her end of her. End of her. Amazing. Professional basketball career. Professional basketball career. Yeah. Sue Bird's final season. The Seattle storm came back to what was formerly Key Arena, yep. which Kate will always call it Key Arena. She's gotten a little better. I, I'm pretty good at calling you've it You've gotten it better. Pledge, yeah, you know? you've gotten better. So yeah. Sue Bird got to play her final season in Climate Pledge Arena. Yeah, and her final game. And her final game. And her final game, yeah. Mm. I, I hated that they didn't go on farther, but I also was glad that it didn't like have them go to Vegas for that next game and then have them lose there and be out. Like We got to send Sue off. It was kind of nice if we didn't, if the storm didn't get to go on, it was kind of nice that it ended at home, I felt like. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Sue still got her her moment where not only her last regular season game was mm-hmm. that a very special moment for Sue Bird and the yeah. way the city of Seattle showed up for her. Yep. Sold out. Oh, yeah. 18,000 plus people. It was amazing. But they got to go into playoffs. They made it to they the did. semifinals. They did. Yep. Semifinals. Mm-hmm. So they had a great mm-hmm. run. They did. I wanted nothing more, and everybody knows this that's listened to this podcast. I yeah. want nothing more than for Sue Bird to end her career with another championship it title. Been great. It would have been great. But sometimes it just yeah. doesn't roll your way. No, it it didn't this time. And you know, I think I think it uh it was a good it was a good run. It was good that they made it that far. It was good that she got all of her acknowledgments and her you know flowers, so to speak, and all that, so that she could really be just um just shown all the love that she deserves for yep. her amazing career. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, other thing, if we're talking about the storm, other thing I thought was pretty cool was um, Brianna Stewart was the first WNBA player in like over 10 years to get her own signature shoe Yes, to come out, which is pretty cool because um, other folks just have had kind of collabs with collaborations with yeah. other uh, individuals who have a shoe, but, but Stewie has her own, shoe and several variations of it now it's different colorways and stuff so i still got to get mine i know i gotta get on that for you kate has some 
Juloid and Sue Bird collabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to get my Stewie. Yeah. She's got a lot of colorways. You my could, my you Stewie could, shoe. Yeah. You could get some some good ones. The Stewie one. So, I mean, that's pretty cool stuff for the Storm. Yeah. In general. Some other great players. I mean. On that team, too. Good things going on. What about those Seattle Mariners? Oh, the Mariners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Mariners had a really good run this year. They ended the freaking 21-year playoff a drought. really good run. They ended the playoff drought. Like the That was like the moment of yeah. 2022 in Seattle sports. It was pretty big. I mean, that's a, that, that's a, that that's like a top, that's like a top moment for sure. That is a top moment. Mm-hmm. It's a top moment. Seattle Mariners rookie Julio Rodriguez. Um, yeah, can we talk about how great rookie of the year and a lot of acknowledgments for that? Yeah, it's an all star player in his rookie year. So many, so and, many home runs in the home run, home run derby. Yeah, uh, Seattle was sure to make sure that they locked in their all star rookie. It's a good choice with mm-hmm. that's 12 guaranteed years. Yeah, they extended him through, yeah, 2034 season with guaranteed it's with amazing. options that could run through. 2039. I mean, that's first of all, that we're bringing in 2023. Yeah. Options like, that could long, run through 2039. It's like 16 years. I'm not going to think about how old I am in 16 years. You don't go there either. It's fine. Okay. We'll stay here. We'll in stay here in the present moment. The 2022 reflection. There we go. <laughs> no, I just, I can't, I can't. Well, and, the and, moment where Cal Raleigh mm-hmm. hit that home run, big three dumper. and two, big dumper. Yeah. Freaking just annihilates the ball. It goes yeah. out to right field. It was amazing. They had some great, there were great players. The chemistry on that team was fantastic this year. Mm-hmm. They had amazing plays. That what the, was their um their game winning streak? What was it like? Was it 14, 14 wins? 14 wins in a row. Right. Leading Crazy. up to the all-star break. And then after that, it sort of changed a little bit, but still, still made it to the playoffs. Yeah, still ended that wild card. Yep, made it through the wild card round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Won't say who we fell to. Not need to talk about it. Don't need to talk about it. No one because we're talking about highlights. We're talking about the we're talking about the the positives, the excitements. We traded for Luis Castillo. True, that worked out well. Signed Robbie Ray last year. We did. People may have mixed feelings on that. Yeah, sure. But I think he could have a a bounce back season. Yeah, sure, sure. They've done a little bit. They've done a little bit of moves. In the offseason now, it sounds a like maybe bit, a little bit. Not of, as little many bit as people here. were hoping yeah. for. But again, we'll see highlights. Highlights. <laughs> Speaking of highlights. Yeah. Oh, this man. is a weird one. Yeah. It the, was also a really, it's also a really up, big thing. This is a really big deal for 2022 sports. It ended up really playing in the favor mm-hmm. of the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, yes. And some of you now at this point might know what I'm referring to. One of the biggest off-season trades huge of all time between the seattle seahawks steal and the denver broncos it's like huge when that news dropped yeah that the seahawks traded russell wilson it, to the denver broncos it was insane i was at school it was like 10 30 in the morning maybe 10 yeah. 45 yeah. it was first lunches for my kids and i get a text in mm-hmm. my family stream mm-hmm. with a screenshot from God it was probably Adam Sheffer or someone. Yeah. Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos. And it just seemed like it was not true. Like it seemed I like had to, I literally got on my computer and started Googling yeah. everything. Yeah. I was genuinely sad initially. Of course. 
and things started coming out and the stories and who am I supposed to believe here and what's happening? It was, to me, it was a little bit of a blind side. I knew that there was some drama there. I mean, I think everyone knew that there had been some drama there and that there was uh, some, some talks, even if they weren't trying to make it public, there must've been some talks, you know, but, but the deal, the, the deal, the steal of a deal that the Seahawks got. Well, let's talk about that now with hindsight. Hindsight's 2020. I mean, I, okay. Just, Noah Fant, Drew Luck, Shelby Harris. We got three actual human beings right now that are here right now, right? Shelby Harris has been great mm-hmm. this year. Little injuries here and there maybe, but otherwise really great. Um, Noah Fant has been coming in a little more. And he's going to have to step it up a little bit yep. more now because Will Disley just, just went to with, with, the, with the knee. And so um, so he's been he's been making some yeah. plays. And, and Drew Luck, I got to say, though he didn't, Get selected as the starter. It just seems like he has been like gracious and supportive and like, like in it for the team and all that kind of stuff. And just the stuff that I've seen. Um, so a good solid backup if, if needed, but then in addition to the three actual human beings that exist right now, we got what? Two first rounds and two two first rounds, rounds, two second rounds and a fifth round pick. Yeah. And we sent Russell Wilson in a fourth round. Yeah. And on top of that. Yeah. The Broncos had to extend Wilson. Oh, yeah. And they paid him big time money. Up and ex- front. With no like. And a lot of guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't look like it is necessarily out. working out for them. But we here are focusing on the highlights for Seattle. Which it. And so and we're not is- making. We're not hoping anybody else does poorly. But, but it's actually creating higher draft picks. It's making a difference for it's making a our, difference. Our, our team's future. And let's be honest, the saltiness that went on in the offseason and the way the Broncos fans and Seattle fans were bantering oh, back yeah, and there forth. Was, and there was some of that for sure. Yeah, there was some of that. But honestly, like all, I don't think any of us, besides maybe the Seahawks front office who happened to offload him and get yeah. what they could for him, which yeah. was a huge haul, hindsight, again. Oh, yeah. Saving a, sh- a bunch of money. Yeah. I don't think any of us, nobody could have predicted that what's happened in Denver is what would have happened in Denver. Nobody. nobody. I don't, not to this level. I mean, I think you're like, okay, it's the beginning. There's going to be some There's settling in. Coach. It's a new playbook. It's a new coach. It's all of this. You have to adjust. It may not be perfect the first few games, but it'll pick up and go, you know. But again, we don't need to focus on all that because we're focusing on the highlights for Seattle sports. So, so right now it's looking like we could have the second or third draft pick mm-hmm. in the 2023 draft. Yeah. That's a great highlight. Yeah. Thank you, Denver. There you go. So, and you know, I think that the season has gone pretty well, more, more than people would have expected. And though people may have feelings right now about how some things lately have been going, I mean, it's still, we were all initially happy that, Seattle beat the Broncos week all, that's one. All that's we, all that's, that we said we cared about. That's all we wanted to start with, for sure. And now we all look like liars because we want them to potentially make the playoffs. Now, not everybody. There's some people Some people arguing. don't want them to because of the draft picks. Exactly. Um, I did see something, though, that um, it was like a draft prediction, kind of like a simulation thing. And mm-hmm. it's not a draft. Sorry, um, a playoffs simulation thing. And it said that the Seahawks had like a 28% chance. So it's like one out of four could you know could be a thing maybe we'll see what happens yeah it's like a 28 percent chance at this point yeah 
I think they would have to win that. the next two games. The Packers would have to lose one. The Commanders would have to drop one in their next two games. I'm for us. the Packers lose all of them, though. That's okay, too. I'm fine with everybody losing games except for us. <laughs> I just, I, I think it would be, there would be something sweet about making the playoffs this year after everything es- people said. Especially, yeah, the way things have gone down. So I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, so Seahawks, let's. We'll move. We'll move away from that for a little bit, and we'll stick with the sea part, but go over to the sea wolves. Okay. Let's talk about the sea wolves. They made it to another championship, and they continue to be a powerhouse team in the MLR. So, I mean, second place is not bad. Granted, it's always nice to win, but they played a tough team. They played. Um, they played a very good team. Yeah, rugby New York, and who now is. Um, uh, the New York Iron Workers, I think. Oh, they changed. They changed it. their name. Yeah, they changed their I did name. I not for know that. Look at Kate yeah. enlightening me on some things here. Yeah, in like you know homage to the whole like Iron Workers of the City and all that kind of sure. stuff, like back in the day. It's it's a cool it's a cool vibe. So um yeah so they but that's that's a solid team, um and so it was just. That championship game was that was that was beautiful to watch, but it was a little painful too. And that was the first year that Kate and I got into rugby. Twenty twenty two was the first year yeah. that we went to games and and fell in love with my new best friend Rucky, who's not really my new best friend we anymore. Met Let's just talk about that. It's been almost a year that That's I've known a huge highlight. My best friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We met some amazing people. The fans are wonderful and super. Yeah. Just kind and wanting yep. to help you understand what you're you know watching, especially for Everybody, those that are yeah. new to so the nice. world of rugby. Yep. Um, yep. so we encourage you all to show up to some matches mm-hmm. here in 2023. Yeah. We have our season tickets. I know so we, we should be we, as many as possible. We fell in love so much that we were like, we have to get season tickets. Cause even if we can't make all of them, we want to prioritize it as, um, as a sport to go to, because let's be honest, like it's a fun sport. The sea wolves are, they have amazing talent. Um, if you listened to our, uh, our last episode um you would know that based on based on that but we got to talk to a couple um, of the players in our last episode we of special did. guests we did we did and uh last mm, i don't think it was it wasn't actually in 20 it was 2021 it was. when we talked to brad no, tucker was brad? that 22 oh yeah, i think that right. was 21 that was 20 so technically then but um but the sea wolves are just it is so great and yeah if you haven't seen rugby then like Please go go to a game. They play at Starfire in Tequila. Totally true. That's exactly their matches. Play. Their preseason starts in February. Yeah, so it's 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 great, and they're I'm I'm looking forward to them having another amazing season. They've still got some great guys on the roster, so they do. Yeah, the Sounders. Now yeah. their season might not have actually gone the way lots of people like. Yeah, it didn't turn out. They need to have a thought. bounce back MLS season, but I'm not even going to talk about that because. The Sounders won the CONCACAF Champions Final, being the very first MLS team to do so in history. It was amazing. I felt like they poured every ounce of their being they did. into winning that final. Yeah. The city of Seattle showed up. Heck yeah. It was it was like it was was it sold out? I want to say it was close to sold it out, was, if not sold out. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. I get goosebumps talking about seeing and witnessing and the celebration at the end and mm-hmm. just the mm-hmm. amount of heart that was on the field in yeah. that one game yeah. and everything that led up to get to that point. Yeah. The Sounders have to be remembered in 2022 for that alone. Period. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. It was, 
It was a very impressive. I have no time. doubt that next season they will bounce back to their yeah championship caliber MLS season. Uh, yep, I think they're known got, to be consistently part they, of yeah, that. They've playoff got it. They've run. got it in them. They've got it in them. It'll be. We're gonna keep being positive. All that kind of stuff. So yeah, they can do it. Um, speaking of a, a good like bounce back kind of season, we talk about the Kraken, right? They had their first inaugural season last year, twenty one twenty two, and then you know they did they did all right for for their first year, um, and now they've they've just made a huge a hugely different start to that season this year, and you know they're what is it, like third in in the, the Pacific, Pacific Division. Division. Yeah, overall they're um, eighteen and ten. They have an amazing mascot now named Bowie. They do have a mascot named Bowie. Pretty cool. He's growing on me every day. I mean, not literally, but well, that would be a different type of problem, wouldn't it? That would be something we would need to look at. That's for sure. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. They've got a new. I mean, if you go, if you go to a game. You'll see some of the improvements they've made with some of some of what's going on this year versus last year. They've got a cool um, video opening kind of thing now that goes along with the, you know, the tentacle coming out of the ice kind of thing they do after that, and then the game and all that. So um, that's all that's all been pretty good for them. But the but the players also, <laughs> I'm always like the experience. Yeah, the players are also um, doing pretty well. This year, you know, Shane Wright started out as a, a huge prospect that we got from the the draft, yeah, and uh, had a little bit of time spinning down with the uh, the Firebirds, but then coming back up and getting his first NHL goal, yeah. And Maddie Beneers, like Maddie Beneers, talk about like he's been amazing, um, a great a great addition to the team. I mean, he was oh, obviously our first draft pick we have ever had, but he didn't play most of last season, so. Um, so he came in at the end of 2022 season and he's been doing really well. And it just seems like the guys are, um, gelling and meshing and I don't know, just, it feels different. It feels, it different. feels a little bit more settled. Yeah. It feels like it, they have the time to focus on yeah what they need to focus on. Well, and I had heard before about how, um, the, um, during the COVID protocols and all that kind of stuff, the guys didn't have a lot of ability to spend time together or, you know, you had to be, you had to be separated for so long and stuff if you had any of those symptoms or things. And so now with some of that being lifted and different, yeah, um, the connection that they have they can off kind ice, of, on yeah, the they ice. can kind of build some of that up a little more as well. Maybe that's been helping. Yeah. I don't know, but I like it. I like where they're going. So last but not least. Yeah. The OL rain, the OL rain, they got to play. Their 2022 season at Lumen Field. That was not the case for seasons prior, where no, they, they were in, playing. They were different fields before that. They yep. were at Cheney Stadium for a little while. I think yep, they, they were, were confer- they were converting the field at Cheney Stadium between the baseball field and the soccer pitch, back and forth. Yeah, it's quite a, a bit of work for the grounds and crew. It's a, and it's it's a different it's a different feel. I would imagine for soccer to not be in a soccer stadium, right? Or right. like a football kind of stadium. Um, just the I guess it was kind of a catch twenty two because I was talking to one of the um, one of the people that works with the OL Rain, and they yeah. were saying that one of the concerns was that at Chinese Stadium, the everybody would be filling the stands. You know, there'd yeah. be there's only so much room at Chinese Stadium. It was like yeah, six thousand plus people, yeah. Yeah. and that would be completely packed for mm-hmm. the the rain. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And it's not closer to the field feeling and stuff right. like that. And so mm-hmm. their concern at Lumen is that how many seats would we be able to fill? Would it mm-hmm. feel the same? Yeah. And the answer is that it end up, it, it's been a great thing. And they've had to expand the number of seats provided. Yeah, it, kept, it kept growing, right? The number of people yeah. kept coming. It kept growing. So that's mm-hmm. been a positive. They really want to try to have it be a better sports, like, closer experience for the fans yeah. and so they're trying to figure out like how do we do that in lumen yeah. field where there's some of the barriers set up in terms of like after lumen is different like that yeah. to get autographs to get that connection with the players mm-hmm. at cheney stadium it was a little bit easier for that yeah to happen so some of those things they're the, they're thinking the about a little lower there yeah yeah but not only yeah. did they play at lumen field they yeah. were shattering attendance records. They were. And they did win the NWSL Shield for being the win- winningest. Winningest. Even, thank you. Winningest. Winningest uh-huh. team yeah. in the NWSL regular season. Yeah. They did. They won the most. Yeah. I mean, they didn't. They also didn't, you know, win the championship, but they had the most regular season wins. I think that has to count for something. It, it does. It's the Shield. It's the Shield. It's yeah. amazing. And there's great. There's such good players on that team. I mean... Lou Barnes, Megan Rapino, Jess Fishlock, like um, all these, all these other, and there's like a whole bunch of Fallon. other players that are great too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, Fallon Tolis Joyce, absolutely right. So, um, so many, so many great players on that team, and Quinn. so, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you could just keep naming people, and yeah. it would be like, yes, absolutely for everybody, right? right. But, um, but and their season starts up again, I think. Late March? February, March, yeah. early March, something like that. And I mean, I I think this is a year coming up in 2023 that like it's a great year to go and see the rain. We don't know again, like we've talked about in some other podcasts, like how long some of these awesome players are c- going to continue to play with Sue Bird retiring. You never know how long Megan Rapinoe is going to be around. Um, so getting some of those um, games in where you can see some of her amazing talent too. Take advantage of the players that you love to see play while they're while still playing. They're still playing. Like you really just you never know when announcements come and mm-hmm. just show up, support, and yeah, enjoy like enjoy your time with whoever you take with you. If it's yeah. yourself, like you don't even need to go with anybody. Sometimes just being there and enjoying a game mm-hmm. is like all you need. It's good for the soul. Absolutely. Let's be honest. I go to a I go to a sporting event and. I don't know how much attention Kate gets for me because I'm so immersed into the game. Yeah, I try to like, that's why I've tried to learn sports is so I can say things like, oh my gosh, did you see that field goal? Or like things like that. So she'll like, <laughs> the field goal is amazing. Acknowledge anything I'm saying. And field goal, that works for basketball and football. There you go. Yeah, I'm learning a lot of things. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up some of our favorite, you know, Seattle sports moments of 2022. Yeah. If you have some of yours that we didn't cover and you want to share, definitely, you I know. love it reach out to us, give us a message or a tweet or comment. Yeah. And uh, let us know what your favorite 2022 sports moments of the year were Mm -hmm. for Seattle sports. That'd be great. And coming up next in the next segment, we are going to do the year in review. We're going to kind of cover all of the special guests that we had, some of our favorite moments and conversations. So So stay tuned. It's our year in review. I told Kate she had to want, be the one to sing that jingle because uh, I wasn't going to be able to. I mean, I don't. I, it it works. Let's get well. Let's let's just get into the year in review. We had a lot of special guests this year. We had a, a lot. lot of special special guests. This we year. had twelve. That's a lot. I counted. Well, that's good. I'm glad you know how. I do. 
I do know how. So that's on average <laughs> one a month, which is not too shabby. Not you at all. Me. No, I agree. It's a lot to coordinate trying to get these amazing people on the show. Yeah. Timing. Yeah. All of that stuff. It's not easy. So we kind of wanted to do a review, talk about the people that we were yeah. able to get on. Um, but I wanted to start with the top listen to episode of 2022. Okay. Who was it? Okay. So it was season one. Okay. Episode 25. Okay. And that was with now C- Seattle Seahawks defensive lineman. Oh, Shelby, Shelby Harris. Harris. Yeah. So we were able to get Shelby on the show. What a fun time that was. Right after that trade happened. It, it was, was like, like a couple weeks. I was like, yeah, it was maybe like a month. It was within a couple weeks for sure. That Shelby agreed to come on the show. Mm-hmm. We got to talk with Shelby kind of about that how a all lot of that things? transpired we did we talked to him about a lot of things i mean there was video games involved in that video games his family there was like how he found out about him getting traded yep how he was just like sitting what he's heard about seattle mm-hmm. and what the guys talk about between amongst them like yeah that was a great that was a fun culture. interview that was a fun one so if you haven't listened to that that's season one episode 25 it with is, shelby yeah, harrison it's, it's most, worth listening to most listened to it is. That's pretty cool. So shout out to Shelby Harris. What You're nice the most listened too. to episode yeah. on our podcast of all time. That's not just 2022. That's oh, between 21 all and 2022. Wow. Shelby Harris, the most listened to episode of all time. We should make like a tiny like digital award for him to like send him or something. We should do that. Like a little trophy. I can do that. Okay. She has um, good Photoshop skills. All right, so we're going to kind of go in order okay. of the episodes and who our special guests were for 2022. Yeah. Starting off with episode 19 of season one, Jarvis, a.k.a. Tank, Courtney Jr. Okay, yeah, that's right. And Jarvis was a, is just a sweetheart. He was, that was a nice, that was a nice interview. That was a nice time talking He's to him. He's working on, you know, he wants to get signed from an NFL team yeah. as an offensive lineman. Yeah. He's been working really hard. He has a family. He's, He's pushing to work mm-hmm. hard to su- support and yep. to make proud and his grandma and to really like yeah. just continue to push through the work he's doing to... He, He's a great example of someone who is dedicated to the dream that he has and is willing to work to make it happen. And like to do whatever not, he needs to do. He's not just sitting back being like, hey, this is going to happen for me. Like, this is just going to fall out of the sky. Like, he is like putting in the work to yeah. make it happen. So physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. And how he cares about other people. That episode, he talked about mental health and just acknowledging other people and where they're at and how can you support people. So. Yeah. Which is like one of the things that we love. Is that same sort of that yeah. same sort of conversation? We try to, you type, know, we yeah. try to get into that conversation a little bit with with most of the special guests we have mm-hmm. because athletes have to deal and cope with a lot, a lot, and they're Social in media. such a spotlight Ooh. and opinionated people and mm-hmm. people that aren't so kind that will say things through a written word, yeah, but might not either one have the opportunity to say it to your face, but also probably wouldn't would, say yeah, it to your face. Would definitely not. So definitely not. Well, okay, so then. Episode 20, we had on Allie Watt from the OL Reign, who is no longer sadly on the OL Reign. Um, on the, I think it's the Orlando the Pride. Pride, yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. Um, at first, I was thinking the Magic, and I was like, nope, that's men's basketball. And <laughs> yes, that's not right. Yes, the Pride. Thank you. Um, and her, and that interview with her, that was our fourth most listened to episode. So that was pretty exciting. And she was just like, she's so, didn't it just feel like we could all just be like easy to talk to? Yeah. 
Allie Watt is somebody that you feel like you've known for years. You can just sit down, have a conversation with her, and it's you, great energy. Wonderful energy. Super chill Positive. vibe. Just like... And she loves to read. She loves books. Yeah. She loves to, like, obviously play soccer. Um, but she was just... She was, she was really great to talk to you. And, you know, we don't get to talk to that many female, um, individuals in yeah. the sports world at this point so far. Um, we're hoping to Just be able to change that a little bit, that. Yeah. um, with having more women, um, interviews as well. But this year is like, you know, we only had a couple, so she was, she was just, it was great. It was really great to talk to her. Yeah. And as we stated, um, yeah. For the top most listened to episode, episode 25 was, yeah. was Shelby Harris. Mm -hmm. And then episode 27. Oh my gosh. Mariners opening day 2022. That was I'm Dave Sims. It was made time for us. And he had he had places to be. Like he, he had, literally had just moved back to Seattle and was like unpacking in his apartment. Like hadn't even turned his cable back on and was like took the time to to talk to us. And I can't even believe how that before worked out. Before he headed to the ballpark yeah. for opening day. And yeah. we were there too. We ended up seeing him. Yeah, that was got, a really cool that was experience. Really cool. Yeah. Um, but Dave Sims, what a fun that cool was guy a, to talk to. That was a fun interview. That got me really excited for the Mariner season to yeah. start. I mean, because I, I've gone to baseball games and stuff with like my fam my family and stuff before my dad and everything, but like, you know, it's not a sport that I super follow or get like really excited about. And so, but this season, like it just, I think the season just started off on a really good note, especially with having him on for me, at least yeah. being like a non, like, you know, historical baseball fan, but I like it. Yeah, and he was the top five most listened to episode. That makes sense. He's really great to listen to. Episode 30 made sense because I met this individual on my 30th birthday. Yes, you did. In February of it, 12th. Yeah. 2022. Yes, that's true. That's that is true. when I met KJ Wright. That's the day you met him. Yep. At the uh, Fields Table event. Yeah. And then we got to have him on our podcast after a while later. But we got to have him on our podcast for episode 30, which was awesome. I had to like sneak out of my classroom and have somebody cover so I could go and like <laughs> do the interview because there's the interview no way from, she was not going to be a part do of the that. interview from the principal's office. KJ Wright is just number one. You you get to learn a little bit about his family and he yeah. talks about being mm -hmm. a father and you know the things that they do for their kids and their kids yeah. are athletes and then you know just listening to KJ talk about football. He has such a high football IQ. It's something I really love about mm -hmm. and I, that I have loved about his game. Yeah. Watching him play for the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. And he also retired this season. He did. A he, retired he retired as a Seahawk. As a Seahawk. Um, he's such a genuine person. He's also another person that's really easy to be around. He's very yeah. kind. Um, so that was one of my favorite complete like just interviews that we've had was with KJ Wright. We've, we've run into him a few times since then. And it just, yeah. it, again, one of the nicest people. He's like, so he's just so kind and just says hi. And is, a uh, you, you get the sense that he actually cares about. And he like remembers you. you. Yeah. Which if that, <laughs> that sounds, that's like a it's, really weird com comment, but there's yeah. been people that we've met that like, don't remember that they've met us and that's fine because yeah. there's a lot of people that people meet but when yeah. you have somebody that acknowledges you and they know who you are and they see you again you just feel seen in a different way yeah it 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 just feels nice you know and whether it's you know an interview on a sports podcast or it's like just a real life situation you know because 
I'm sure we all have those events where we've been to like some sort of party or get together and someone's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And you're like, I've met you like four times. Yeah, but you know, awkward. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird. So it's nice when it's nice to be remembered. Um, then we had after that kind of a fun little bonus like episode. a between seasons sort of situation there. Mm-hmm. Um, the bonus episode with Nikki Scarlatta for the the Mariners. The, the thing that I loved about that episode with Nikki yeah. is that. Again, everybody knew him. So it was kind of weird because I felt like some of the journalism around that was like angry Mariners fan. And I'm just thinking, or uh, yeah. a- angry Yankees fan, yeah. Yeah, Mariner yeah. situation. And I'm like, he might have, I don't know that I would label it that way. It was like a passionate New Yorker moment where it's just like the Seattle yeah. Mariners, be, you know. Well, especially given the fact that, you know, Mariners have had the history that they've had. Like maybe as a Yankees fan, you would think that it'd be like an easy win. Sure. You know? And so, he, I, yeah, he, he has had, a coolest story. He is, who he is as a person, he's super family oriented. Yeah. The Italian vibes. Like, yeah. you know, just that was just a, that was a, just you a get fun to episode. Know more about who he is as a person rather than just like this moment that he had. Well, and I felt like, I mean, not to toot our own horns here, but like toot toot. Um, I felt like our interview with him was a lot different than the other interviews that were going on with him at that time. Cause he it's, he it was just like willing to talk to so whoever wanted course. to talk to him. He was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So, um, and so he, but people were asking a lot of the same questions of him mm-hmm. and it sounded like he was just kind of repeating himself yeah. multiple times. Right. And so when we got to talk to him, um, we were like on purpose, not wanting to ask, like we wanted to be a little bit more intentional things. Yeah. So it, I think it made it kind of fun because it was just like, kind of had him feel like because some of the because some of those interviews i feel like we're just kind of like trying to put him down or like be kind of proud at the fact like yeah just like poke and prod a little bit you know and it was more just like i mean i don't okay some people get upset about like bandwagon fans some people get like oh yeah you're just jumping on whatever but i mean and i i guess i could understand where that's coming from but at the same time i'm just kind of the it's like the more the merrier person when it comes to stuff like that where i'm like hey if people are doing well and more people want to join in and celebrate and like cheer and like whatever then cool you know i think i'm i agree with that i think the side of it that frustrates me and i think that can make people be like you're a bandwagoner yeah is when people choose to hop off that bandwagon Sure, I get that. So, w- like, the moment something goes wrong and people are like, "Peace, I'm out," or "This yeah. team sucks," or whatever, I can. S- it's more so the opposite. Like, so it's like when they're like, getting I don't off care. the Go wagon get versus on, getting on the wagon. But your attitude getting off sucks. Yeah, like that's the part that bothers me about. I understand that quote the bandwagon, but I also agree with you. I don't care if somebody wants to hop on and support a team. Everybody starts supporting a team at some point in their lives. Yeah. No one was like, we were not and then just like coming out of the, your first words aren't like go Mariners at two seconds. You're no. old, you know, you were probably born into a family that supported the Mariners or the yeah. storm or the Sonics or whoever it was. Yeah. And yeah, you went to games and you fell in love and that's the yeah. moment, right? I'm not going to call you a bandwagon fan at two years old. <laughs> Or, or 16 50. or 80. Yeah. You know, like if, if that's the moment where you fell in love with a game or a team. Mm-hmm. And go I, ahead. I get what you mean about the, the, um, the exiting the wagon in like a negative kind of way, because nobody needs that, you know, because usually people are jumping off the wagon or the bandwagon. Then it's like, they're doing it because things aren't going very well. And nobody needs to be reminded about things not going very well for their team when it's not going very well. So right. that could be 
annoying. I understand. So that, that was Nikki Scarlatta. That was a good one. Yeah. Season two, episode one. Yeah. Kicking it off. Oh, yes. With a two-part interview. Yeah. Who knew that was going to happen? Baldwin. That was that was awesome. I I love the work he does in the community. Yeah. I love his his transparency with mm-hmm. mental health. Yeah. I loved him as a Seahawk, as a Super Bowl champion, one of the most consistent hands in the game. Somebody that yeah. when he played, Russell Wilson could completely trust to come down with the ball. He puts it in his vicinity and Doug Baldwin yep. would come down with it no matter what. The butt catch, right? Like yeah, oh man. That challenge yep. moment. And Doug Baldwin knew it's like that ball didn't touch the ground. Yeah. He he held on to it. It was yeah. a butt catch. Yeah. Doug Baldwin is highly intelligent. Oh yeah. I love talking to him about the rookies coming in and the mm-hmm. culture and how mm-hmm. long does it take to seven games, seven games for that transition time for a rookie yep. coming into the NFL. How long does it yep. take until you can start kind of criticizing or maybe, you know, saying like, here's ways and areas that they really need to get better. And yeah. it's, the time is now it's game seven, according to Doug Baldwin. I, th- I, I enjoyed that interview as well because we had recorded it a little bit earlier than we were planning on putting it out just because of scheduling. And then by the time we were going to go put it out, um, some other things had happened with like football and like the games, the the Broncos game had happened. Yeah. We beat the Broncos and that the Broncos weren't doing as well and stuff like that. And so he had reached back out to us and had said, you know, like, Hey, I feel like we got to like, catch back up before we before you put it out like i feel like we got a lot has happened a lot we can't happened. just drop this and i just thought that was so kind because yeah we could have you know we could have dropped it and had it been what it was and it would have been fine but it was really cool of him to to reach out and want to do that kind of he bonus part engaged with us in a way and he gave us more of his time yeah. which is not something we would have ever asked for him to no. do and so that just speaks even more highly to his character, in my opinion, of something of somebody that I already really respected. Yeah. As a player and as a man. Yeah. And the social justice work that he does. Yeah. And mental health work. And and mm-hmm. Kate's looking at me because she can see my eyes getting all like She's, welled up with yeah. tears talking yeah. about it. But it's these kinds of moments that as you reflect, you're super grateful for. You're you're grateful yeah. for the kindness of people. Yeah. And it kind of restores your faith in humanity and in in the people that you think like you know, Doug talked about it for a moment, like where he says, when you're playing this game and you're an athlete, you kind of have to put yourself up on a pedestal. Yeah. And he goes, you know, just to survive, whether it's social media or you're in the spotlight and that's kind of how you survive. But once you retire, you kind of are taken off that pedestal and Mm -hmm. you're no longer in that place. And so, yeah, just remembering that whether you're an athlete or mm-hmm. a celebrity or a human being going to work from nine to five. Yeah. That we are all just human beings trying to survive. Yeah. Absolutely. And to make the best of each day. Absolutely. So that was part of why I loved that conversation so much. Yeah. And, you know, I got to make him upset about Applebee's, but you did. If you want to hear about that, you should go and listen to that episode. <laughs> Season two, episode one. Doug season Baldwin. two, episode one. Well, season two, episode two, we got to talk to um, a different type of sports person, not an athlete on the field, but someone on the sidelines, Anthony May. So that was pretty cool to get the kind of photographer's yeah. perspective. Anthony May has done Seattle sports photography now for a handful of years. He's yeah. been to pretty much all the Seattle sports teams that we cover. Mm-hmm. And his photography is 
exceptional. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And to hear him talk about his experiences of his first time at a game and yeah. the, like doing photography and yeah. the people around him, the other media members that were there and how they kind of helped him through that mm -hmm. process of getting comfortable in the field and yeah. the shots that you make and trusting your gut and mm -hmm. being there for that special moment. Mm -hmm. He talks a lot about those things and some of his favorite moments that he captured. So if you want to hear kind of a different take, yeah. definitely listen to season two, episode two. Actually, I thought about him. Um, it was like a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago. I don't know. We were watching a football game and somebody, you know, went out of bounds um, as as they do. And it was kind of a rough and tumble out of bounds. And actually, one of the players had run into one of the photographers and like knocked him over. And I thought to myself, like, wow, that is why Anthony May was talking about how you have to like, even though you're trying to focus on the shot, you have to still be aware of like literally everything around you all the time. Yeah. And um, he got, that guy got up and seemed like he was fine, but it made me kind of reflect back on that episode and that conversation. So it was interesting yeah, for sure. So we had a couple season two has been filled with special guests so far. So season two, episode three with our good friend, Jaden Sheffy. Yeah. Jaden. What a nice guy. I mean, let's just be honest. That's like, we love you, Jaden. That's just like you the know first it. thing, like just super nice. Very, um, very easy to talk to. Jaden is knowledgeable a very down to earth human being. Yeah. Um, we got connected in 2022. We became friends. Yeah. And we really, what we connected on the most has been the Seattle Mariners and their season and how that developed and the plays that would happen and the acquisitions that would happen. And so, um, Jaden came on and he talked to us about mm -hmm. the Mariners and the playoffs. He and did. we reflected on Cal Raleigh's home yeah. run that ended the drought for us. So, if you want to listen to a moment that is really special between yeah. friends and talking yeah. about sports, you should yeah. tune into our conversation with Jaden. I mean, former UW quarterback who's yep. now falling in love with baseball. Like it's a what whole a story. Fun, it's a whole fun thing right there. Yeah. Worth worth listening to for sure. Okay. And then episode five of season two. Can I just say, like, for so long we had wanted to have this guest on the show after meeting him in real life and just falling in love with him and his passion for cruciferous vegetables. Um, we got to talk to Jim Stewart Allen, also known as uh, broccoli, broccoli guy. guy. And that was just like so much fun. Like yeah. what he has such a good energy so, that he brings to the so podcast, great. his voice his his, the inflection is in his voice. Mm -hmm. It's hard not to stay focused and, it, to, and to stay in tune to what's what we're yeah. talking about because yeah, Jim has such a way of telling his stories and what his experiences are. His passion is just like is I think it's unmatched. It's undeniable. With like you can't you can't listen to him and think like oh yeah this guy just like doesn't care like he you can tell he loves you know the, he loves sports he does. so much he cares about the team like it's a deep rooted love for yeah sports for the Seahawks for the Mariners for the yeah. Seawolves he's he's gone to the storm games oh mm -hmm. he's he's spreading the love everywhere he can go yeah and honestly the most he's so authentic and genuine and what he's doing it's not just to get like he's doing it for the joy of the people around him yeah he's not out there dancing for eight plus hours with this long ass oh my extra gosh yeah, game that, that because whole. He's trying, like, like basically he's doing that one, yeah. for, for the, the joy the and for the energy yeah. and for the happiness of the games that he's at. Yeah. And just, I just, I just love him. 
I just love him. And I'm so glad we got to talk to him and have him on the show. That one too was, um, that one was also put up on our YouTube page. Yeah, I some think of these have also. been put up on our YouTube so, page that you can watch the interviews instead of just listen to so them. So I think like, and that's one of the ones that I'm like, that's a fun one to watch because then you get to see Jim being like passionate and telling yeah. his stories and stuff too, which is pretty cool. Um, but you know, you're also welcome to listen to it on your favorite podcast platform. Um, <laughs> yes. And one of the, now we're telling you this, that you're almost all the way through this episode. You can also go watch these episodes on YouTube, which actually with, I think if you go back and do that, it's not this episode anyways, that you're trying to do that with. It's some Other of these ones. special guest ones. So, yeah. Yeah. um, one of the episodes I nerded out most about Oh my gosh, she I'm was so nerded okay, out over so, this. Wait, before she talks about this part, I'm going to interrupt my wife here and um, say, so she was so excited about getting to interview this person. And I admittedly, I am learning sports. And so I, when she told me who it was, I didn't know right away, but I could tell it was like the person that we needed to talk to because Michaela had such like you could just see like the fire in her eyes about it. Like you could just see how excited she was about it. And um, I was like, make me sound a little creepy. No, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, not in a creepy way. Just like in a, just an excited way, because we have been talking about how we want to elevate women in sports and how we do want to like have more women guests and, um, and all of that. And so it was just, it was super cool to have coach Amanda ruler on. Yeah. The show. So Coach Amanda Ruler, she she did an internship with the Seahawks this offseason through mm -hmm. preseason. Yeah. She worked with the guys as a running back, interim coach, mm -hmm. the first female coach to help coach the Seahawks in franchise history. Yeah. This woman is badass, period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Her knowledge of the game, her experience personally mm -hmm. with the game. Yeah. Her coaching experience, her playing experience. Yeah. Because she played football too. Her her grit, her mindset. There's something different about her, mm -hmm. and I know not everybody ticks the same. I just wish I had a little bit of what she has, and yeah. it's not to say that I can't. She'd probably tell me I have it in me, and she'd probably make like I'd probably grow into this amazing, awesome person, yeah, you, which I know I already you, am in I my mean, own right. I get what you're saying. I feel like Coach Ruler would just make me go off the charts with you would you i'm yeah i just you, ha that, you have a little bit of inspiration watch that interview yeah. like if there's any of these which honestly you should listen to all of them but if there's one that i would say i would want you to listen to just with her experience the story she tells about some of the seahawks players and who she met and their stories season two episode seven all right with coach ruler yeah absolutely that was a good, that was a good one. And then our last episode that we did, since this is episode nine, that would have been episode eight. It was with two of our amazing Seawolves players, um, Dan Creel and AJ Alatimo. And that was like, that was really, it was our first two per, like interview of two people at the same time. So that was a little bit tricky. Um, so we were nicing each other to death in we terms of who gets like, to like, answer okay, you first. Can go, like, and... You can go. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, Aside from that part, um, it was it was so fun to talk to them both. You, I, we just got I to learn it. so much about who, again, part of what we like to do here on the podcast is yeah. learn about who these athletes are as people. And mm -hmm. I think that that really is to bring back for all of us fans and people that love to watch the games yeah. to remind us that 
These are people with families. These are people that have moved far away from home yeah. to do something that they love and that they're passionate about and that there's so much more to them yeah. than just the athletes we mm-hmm. see playing on the field during game day. Yeah. Um, so that's part of why we, you know, during our special guest segments, why we ask the questions that we ask mm-hmm. and we eventually dive into some of the sporting questions because we know that lots of you enjoy that part too. But it's just a friendly reminder to to definitely, the more we learn about them as people, the more connected you feel to them when Absolutely. you see them playing on the field. Absolutely. It enhances the experience. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to do for you. I, yeah, I really, um, the AJ Alatimu, we kind of had heard more about kind of during the season, I think, because he was the one who kicked when they needed to like kick the ball through the uprights. I'm not going to know exactly what that's called. I got to brush up my rugby apparently. Jeez. So he would do all the kicking for that. And so you kind of would hear his name announced a lot. You would hear like when we'd watch the games on TV, like you'd hear the announcers talk about him a lot. And so he was one that I think a lot of people will, will, will recognize more of, but Dan Creel has had like a really great season with us. It was his first, this last season was his first season as a Seawolf. And, um, he, he had a pretty great first season with us and I'm just, I'm so excited to see what both of them will do in this upcoming season. And Dan is really fun to listen to. Well, he is his um, story and his, like his experience and yeah. where he's from. Yeah. You'll have to tune into the episode to, to learn where he's from and where he moved here oh, from. And I won't give it away. Don't give about, it away. I was about to say it. Don't give it away. But he, he's myself. a really, he, he's a great talker and, and mm-hmm. the way he he speaks and shares a mm-hmm. story and you can tell him and AJ have a good relationship in the way they yeah. were talking and bantering and, and it, they were learning about each other too it was yeah. that was a kind of a cool part yeah is they were both like oh I didn't like I didn't know that or yeah just making their comments because AJ has a kind of cool like hidden talent hobby yeah. situation there so that was that was fun to hear about that was fun to learn yeah yeah so, so that was 2022 all of our special guests that we had yeah 2022 year in review yeah 2022 year in, in review, review. i don't know i changed it from the beginning so sorry all about right. the inconsistencies but coming up in our next segment we're gonna just chat about you know who we would love to have on the podcast yeah. for 2023 and then what our own personal goals are or what we how we want to grow and develop um with the podcast and for ourselves here in the next year. So it's a lot of pressure, but we'll see what we can come up with. Okay. All right. So we kind of went through some yeah. of our, you know, review of 2022 for Seattle sports. We and did those memorable moments. And then we talked about all the special guests we had for, it was pretty fun. This year was this year on the podcast was, was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, yeah. I think that it was our first full year. Yep. Yeah first full year on the podcast and um we did a lot i know and i'm i think the thing that i just want to say that i'm really grateful for for our listeners is number one how we've connected with a handful of you at this point but also your grace your compassion your understanding for as kate and i both work full-time jobs and education yeah. and the moments where you know there might be a little bit of a break between episodes we just appreciate your guys's patience through that but then your yeah. continued support yeah. It's been really um it's nice not to get people being like, Where's that episode? You know. I mean, that kind of passion is appreciated, but also it's nice to not have all the pressure. So thank you very much. Yeah. A lack of pressure allows us to be a lot more enjoyable. I saw like 
I saw statistics the other day and I, I, I retweeted them and I quote tweeted kind of like 80% of people don't make it beyond like their first year their first. Well, like I think it was like three episodes, oh, and like yeah, 20, yeah, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. so it, which is crazy to think about and it makes sense. And the thing that I want to highlight about that is that it does take a lot of research and a lot of time and effort and energy yeah, it does. to compile an episode. Kate and I do research before we, you know, hop on and hit record. I and, mean, I am hashtag learning sports. I don't just know everything. <laughs> yeah. We don't hold all those stats and those details in our, in our lovely brains. You're, you're definitely better at like names and statistics and that kind of thing. I feel like I'm really good with like the rules and like yeah. some of that. I can kind of keep track of those things, but um, we're both definitely better at different things. And um, so it's nice it's a nice compliment, I think, the two of us for what we're what we're good at. Which but then good. also, yeah, trying to learn about all all these sports. I think what I'm trying to say is for any podcaster out there, people that love to listen to podcasts, that there's an appreciation on both sides, I think, that goes into the amount of work that's being done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't have it, it's Kate and I. We do all of this. We do the digital art. There's no producer anybody. That's There's just we're uh, producer Kate and Michaela. <laughs> I guess probably more Michaela. I just producers kind of, I just join in. She does schedulers. She does. She, Michaela does the digital artwork and the digital stuff like that, like the the little like, album cover looking things for each episode. That's her. She's the one like mixing all of this together after we record. Thanks, like it's <laughs> thanks software. But I mean, you know, but you're the one doing all that stuff. Like you really are. Kate runs Instagram and she does some really cool things with the stories and she's done some, some really fun reels. So if you're not on our Instagram, go to at PNW showdown. Yeah. She does the real stuff, like (laughs) the real things, you know? Yeah. It's sometimes inconsistent for what Instagram would prefer, but you know, we're humans and we're doing our best. That's what I tell. That's yeah. what I tell my students. I'm like, you know, we're all just people that are trying our best out here. So I'm grateful for the CFAM. That's what C-fam I call you guys so on, on Twitter, CFAM. And just the amount of growth that we've had in this last year, mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. Um, and then on the podcast, I can't say enough about how the words that you've shared have meant to, like how much it's meant to it's us really and how much amazing. it's helped us. Yeah. Number one, I think that's, I think that's a huge reason why people kind of fall off the podcast. Um, it feels like nobody's Wrong. listening or nobody is a hundred percent. When you're looking at the analytics and that sort of thing, and this is just some behind the scenes, like content information for you. We just passed here in the last like week or two over 10,000 downloads, which yeah. is amazing. It's, it's, it's that's huge. a big deal in the podcast realm. That's huge. Especially for a smaller podcast. That's still trying to get rolling. It it's, takes a very, it's a very niche. It's a very yeah. niche podcast too. It's not like we're like sports, like just everything, you know, it's we're Seattle sports. So we're very like specific market, right. you know? So it's, it's pretty cool. So, so to just kind of put it into perspective, mm-hmm. the amount of growth that is required, it, it takes you guys, number one, for you all to listen, for you all to subscribe yeah. and follow and to share and to tell people about uh, our podcast. Yeah. And so I have to put a whole lot of respect yeah. and a whole lot of thanks to each and every one of you that are listening. It's literally how a podcast continues on and survives. Yeah. And it's it, what it's what keeps the hosts going like us. Yeah. It's, you know, it's. It's kind of weird too, because since this was our first um, full year of doing this, 
there's been, there's been, at least for me, I won't speak for Michaela. There's been at least for me, the imposter syndrome that goes along with this of like, like, I do not know what I'm doing. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. I don't know why I think I can do this. I don't know why anybody would want to listen to anything that I have to say. I can see why they'd want to listen to Michaela because she literally, you you do have like great insights on things. You tweet things that make sense. You say things that make sense. Well, thank you. And I'm just over here like (laughs) trying to keep afloat is what I feel like sometimes, you know? And so it's been, um, it's been a real like process to kind of get over some of that Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome of like, Hey man, I mean, I don't know why people would want to listen to me, but like, I think it's a good time. Like, I think we're having fun and maybe that's what people are into is just like having some fun and maybe learning something here or there with my random facts that I have locked away in my head. But, um, you know, it's been, it's just been, it's just been a process and a journey, but, and it makes sense. I mean, even I, somebody that feels like I know sports really well and that I have some great things to say, Mm -hmm. feel that a little bit, you know, like, going into spaces where there's other people that are doing this on radio shows or they're doing this broadcasting live on TV or they're the athletes and feeling like, do I actually belong in this space? Mm -hmm. Am I an imposter? Do like not feeling completely confident. And, and so to know that, like, first of all, if you ever see us out and about at a sporting event or whatever, like, please say hi. Yeah. Like I don't want people especially the people that have enjoyed our show or that we've connected with on social media to think that we think we're, I'm definitely not too cool for much. Not too cool for school. (laughs) Like I'm definitely not too cool for school because I work in one. Yes. I also work in one. (laughs) Um, So please say hi. Um, I, and I think that's how we've met some of our, some of our listeners, listeners um, and just people on social media and stuff that have found us that, We've met people in real life from uh, games or outings or wherever coming we are. Coming up and saying hello. And coming up and saying hi. And, and everybody's been awesome. Like, it's not, we haven't, we haven't had, like, bad experiences with that. And so, totally say hi if you see us. Um, we hey, love, I'll put it out there. We like, it. we're both a little bit of introverts. Like, surprising, we're sitting here on this podcast. We're putting ourselves out there in different yeah. ways. Yeah. But if you see us at a bar, we might be sitting just the two of us. Feel free to come up and say hello. We're a little shy sometimes out in those social settings. I do also kind of have resting bitch face a lot of the time. So um, just as a, I don't FYI, I'm not usually as mad or upset as I may look that I am, but, um, but yeah, just, that's a thing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm nice. 2023. I'm going to work on becoming more confident. (laughs) Yeah. Going away from what you just said. I'm sorry, but I'm going to work on becoming more confident and putting myself in the spaces that I should I should feel confident being yes. in. Yeah. And I think that sometimes the concern is just like, what if they ask me a question? I don't know the answer to it. That's okay. I love it when someone is like, you know, I don't know. Good, I love, I, question. I, I love that because it's like, it's, it's honest and honesty, I think is one of the things for me that is so important and missing a lot um, these days. So just, I mean, if you don't know, just be like, I don't know. Yeah. Like it could be this thing, but I'm not sure. So, okay. Moving on a little bit from that. Sure. Let's kind of talk about who we hope to have on the podcast for 2023. Well, I will always just say and shoot for the stars. Is never that you're about to do? Mad yeah, exactly. Um, I would love, let's go with like Marshawn Lynch, Sue Bird, Sue Bird, Megan Rapino. All right. All right. DJ Trunks. 
Oh my gosh, I would love DJ Trunks. DJ Trunks. I, I feel like it's it's he, bound to happen. I he, think 2023, okay. we can we can get him on. So okay, if you follow Michaela on Twitter, you may have seen her post her Christmas present she got for me, which was a pair of I'm gonna be honest, really very nice, really amazing, amazing shoes. custom. That Air I, Force ones that I designed on uh, Nike's website and paid money for, and they showed up in time, which was amazing because it sounded like they were going to be. They late. were Seattle Seahawks throwback colors. It was dope, but I reached out to some people I know to be like, "Hey, what do you guys think? Like, do you think this is the right thing? Like, whatever, whatever." But I also reached out to DJ Trunks to ask him because his shoe game is always on point. So I'm like, I'm like, he's going to know, he's going to help me, and he agreed that it was. The right choice. choice. And so, for those of you that, that don't know really who DJ Trunks is, he is the DJ for the Seawolves, the Storm, and the Kraken. Yeah. And he's a really, really he's nice done, person. He's done a little DJ thing with the Seahawks, too. I and think, I think like he's had something with the Mariners and then this little, last yeah, season. He did, so he's kind of getting in. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a manager now. I might have to reach out to a manager. Right. Ooh. So DJ yeah, Trunks. Fun. I would love to talk to him. I would love Jewel Lloyd. Oh my gosh, I would be so excited if we could get Jewel Lloyd on the show. Jewel Lloyd. She I, would be amazing to talk to. I feel like we need more women on our podcast. Yes. Yeah. So um, Quinn, I think, would be great from the OL Reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess Fishlock would be wonderful to have on. Yeah. Continue to dream. Brianna Stewart, please stay in Seattle. I oh know my gosh. that there's rumors and there has been rumors yeah. of you potentially going yeah. back to New York where you know your hometown mm-hmm. to play for the liberty but this is my plead first of all join us on the podcast as a special guest <laughs> second of all stay in seattle i just yeah. I, I envision nothing more for you than for you to have to be an amazing career here to have an, an entire career in seattle and to be yeah. not the next sue bird you're just going to be brianna stewart you, but you amazing guys are going to have yourself. you could have that amount of love, that kind of legacy, mm-hmm. if you stay in Seattle, there's literally no doubt. Oh, 100%. I get emotional talking about this. Yeah, one I was too. like, I was like, she's doing it again. Um, Doug Baldwin and Brianna Stewart make me cry on this podcast. They have no idea. Apparently. Yeah. No, I think that she's amazing and that would be great to talk to her as well. Um, I think that, you know, it would be nice to have somebody on from um, the Sounders, if we could get a Sounders player on, because I don't think we've had a Sounders player yet. I've heard Stefan Fry is really, really hard to get on a podcast. That would but be you pretty know dope. What? We could talk about his artwork, about yeah. his Sharpay. We Let's talk go. About a lot of things. How do I know this much about Stefan Fry? You know a lot about Stefan Fry. <laughs> Apparently. Um, <laughs> he's also a goalie, so I know that too. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm sounding like Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. Um, that would be great. All those, all those folks would be awesome. There's so many more. And I know just, I've, I've like yeah. made a list, you know, we, we got to get big low on the show. Oh, that'd be so great. Oh, okay. Also, if we could figure out some way to do an interview with Rucky, I figure it out. Would die. I think that, I think what we it would need to do, video interview. it would be a video, it would be a video interview with Rucky the Seawolf and maybe we like would have to hand him a whiteboard. And we would ask him questions and he can write down his little answer with his little fit. He does have good um, fin writing. His fin writing is fantastic. It's, it's pretty. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I'm Coming so... in with the fantastic. Yeah, I know. It's not even That's time good. for the jokes. It's not even time for the jokes, but you are just that funny. Do you know that when I met Michaela, she told me she wasn't funny? And I was like, That's actually hilarious because I'm not, it's, I'm not like. Just accept the fact that you're sure. funny. Okay, you're funny. All right. Okay. 
There we go. I accept. That's solved. Finally. People like funny people. It's true. Funny people are fun. And funny. Yeah. So there's that. There's okay. That. So those are some good. I have some, a good gift game. Some good. Your gifts? My gifts are good. Oh, your gift My game. Gift yeah, yeah, game. I was like, your gift game is also good. But your gift game, yes, that's good too. If you have people, though, that you think that we should have on the show, I think, was it the showdown page or was it you that tweeted about it the other day? Probably both. Could have been. So there's a thread somewhere out there on Twitter, some tweet somewhere on one of those two pages, either Michaela's Twitter or the showdown's Twitter, PW Showdown, um, where you can tell us who you want us to have on the show. And tag them. If, if they have a if handle, have a handle and you tag can them. tag them, it's literally how we've gotten some of our special guests, yeah. including Doug Baldwin, Dave Sims. Yeah. Those are two people that I know specifically for a fact that that's how Mm -hmm. they were, they reached out. They're like, somebody tagged me saying that they want me to be on your show. So let's do it. And we're like, okay, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) we're not saying no. Thank you for joining us. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Those are some of the things that I hope. And, you know, as a podcast continues to grow. Yeah. Some of the things that I, I'm just hoping that, you know, we find new ways to, to kind of have your experience be, you know, to, for you to feel more connected in different ways. Yeah. I would really love to do, we had done a draft party, um, in 2022 for the, that was really for fun. the NFL draft for the NFL mm-hmm. draft. And so I would love at some point, I don't know if it's going to happen this year or in the future, but to start doing like a fundraiser event to where we can give back to charity and oh, for the proceeds to yeah. go towards whether it's a scholarship fund for yeah. students or mm-hmm. some other, you know, cause that would really great, greatly um, mm-hmm. support and impact people in need. That is something that I kind of have on the I, horizon that I would love to do. I agree. That would, be, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be pretty cool for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'd love to highlight more fans, you know, mm-hmm. like bring awareness to the people that are showing up to the games, the yeah. people that are listening to the podcast and kind of doing something to where we can highlight mm-hmm. you all and the people that you think have really um, kind of shown a, a true spirit for the love of sports and, and for connecting with the other people here um, mm-hmm. in the Seattle sports world. So that'd be fun. That'd be great. Yeah. Good idea. Maybe we can get some sponsor- sponsorships this year. You never know. Somebody might want to work with us. Somebody. <laughs> Don't know who. Somebody might want to work with us. Maybe. You never know. Um, that would be pretty fun. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. And so, um, yeah, I think, you know, just keep an, keep an eye out on social media stuff because we're going to try to post stuff there for, you know, a little more interaction and stuff like that too. Maybe some fan polls, maybe some, you know, uh, would you rather's like, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, maybe some sort of bracket situation Ooh, that of could be fun. something. That's interesting. Um, I've got, I've got some ideas. It's just, I need to, I need to follow through, but I'm going to, I'm going to work on, I'm going to work on that a little bit. This, All right. this year or so trying to figure stuff out. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, all at PNW Showdown. So make sure you follow those things. I think also YouTube is the same. Yeah. PNW Showdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Try to keep it consistent. We're trying to make it make easier. it easy. You would think I'd remember, but sometimes not as much. So definitely follow us there. And then you know, those like Michaela said earlier, for all of you that have been like sharing and talking about the podcast with people, like we definitely notice and we really, really appreciate it. And, we know who you are. Um, <laughs> unless you don't. Well, and some of you tell us. So that yeah. helps too. For that, we're not just like, we're not Santa Claus. We can't see everything like that. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so we just, you know, we really appreciate it. And those um, reviews and ratings and stuff have been so sweet too to read and 
Feel um, free if you haven't yet to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Always, always feel free to to rate and review, and and we we just appreciate it. Yeah. So you know we're we're really wishing you a really happy new year to yeah. bring in twenty twenty three. Yeah. That you stay safe. That you stay healthy. That you feel like the things that you are needing for yourself comes to fruition. Yep. And remember to always take care of your heart and mind above all else. Until next time. Marvel moment, Marvel moment. Welcome to our Marvel moment where we have some jokes for you. Maybe they're good, maybe they're not. You get to be the judge. All right. So you go ahead and start. You got some questions? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the joke. I was like, I was like waiting, I'm like, oh, she's gonna go first. Like, okay, that's cool with me. And then deferred. Okay. So um my phone closed on me. One second. There we go. Um, here is the joke. How do you keep warm in a cold room? You wear a blanket. You go to the corner because it's always 90 degrees. Mm. <laughs> I used the laugh button because you didn't laugh. <laughs> that was funnier than that joke. Well, I am glad you liked it. All right. The button or the joke. Either okay. One. What do New Year's parades have in common with Santa Claus? Um, I don't know. No one is ever awake to see them. Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. I mean, youth is when you're allowed to stay up for New Year's and middle age is when you're forced to. That also is kind of true. That's kind of true. And you know what? My New Year's resolution is to see my cup half full, preferably with rum, gin, vodka, or moonshine. Not the moonshine. I'm going to go with no on the moonshine. <laughs> Pass. There's there's my jokes for you. You did them all back to back? I did because that's the only way they would land right. Oh, well, okay. Well, then that works. I will. You didn't even like them. I did. I was kind of confused by the second one. I'm not going to lie. Which one? The part about youth, you're excited, and middle age, you're forced to. So in the youth, you're excited to stay up. Yeah. You in hear middle that age, car? I do. Yeah. In middle age, you're forced to. Like you don't want to stay up that late. Like you're tired, you want to go to bed. Yeah. Okay, that that's makes sense. funny. Yeah. Well, no, I mean it is funny. 
Obviously it not. Is. It's funny. Like okay. That. So what's your other jokes? Um, okay. Let's see if so... yours are any better. This is 90 degrees. Okay. I teach math. Okay. All it's right. a funny joke. Mm -hmm. You know who else would think that joke was funny? Rick Judd. Guaranteed. He okay. would have thought that joke. Sure. Funny. We'll see. Um, why should you always knock on a refrigerator door before opening it? <laughs> I don't know. In case there's a salad dressing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, cheese. Oh, cheese. Could also be in the fridge. Could also be in there. Okay. Um, I had another math joke, but I feel like that's not going to go over very well. So I will not do the math joke. I will go with this joke. What kind of music do mummies listen to? Uh, what? Rap music. We've told that one before for like a Halloween episode. I think. Oh, we did. It might have been I'm last surprised year. You didn't know the answer then. Look, she just looked okay. at me like the audacity. Here's, here's the deal. It's the same thing with me in college. Okay. What? In college, as a psychology major, yeah. one of my favorite things is that most of the exams are multiple choice. If yeah. you have the question and you have the answer there for me to be able to pick from, I'm going to be able to know it. I recognize the answer. But if you give me a fill in the blank exam, yeah, I'm shit it's out not, of luck. Well, I, I understand that. I understand that too okay well, well there you go happy new year's to everybody hopefully you enjoyed our uh bad dad jokes and maybe one of our dads can provide us with better ones yeah, for my, our next episode my dad does usually send some good jokes so yeah he's he's found some good ones he's so. found some good ones good job so there we go we'll try to get him back on the case too All right. everybody else thanks for tuning in thanks for sticking around this long and uh yeah have a happy and safe new year bye